fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Tuesday, January 19th, 2016, and this is The Ride. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you turn. Yeah, we got pounded last night. Well, not that bad. Like I said before, if it's not more than a foot and a half in Michigan, it's nothing. And I think last night we got about um, six inches of snow. No biggie thing. So last night, I got back to my little... Uh, book I've been reading with my son before bed and I'm just encouraged and I want to encourage you guys if you've got young teens it is a perfect time to start this my son's 14 and a half thinking he's 18 but he's receptive to this time at bedtime where well, I hop into bed and uh, he's reading or I'm reading this book and he's listening alongside. Now, I don't know, maybe your 14 and a half year old wouldn't be into that. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe it's just one of these things that you're gonna do and maybe eventually it softens, I don't know. But uh, there's nothing like doing this and establishing some real bonding time. So I wanna encourage you to do that. And you don't have to wait till you're 14 and a half, until they're 14 and a half. Do it when they're younger, and I think it will make it easier later on. That's what I'm thinking. But uh, the stories that we're reading are, you know, small three-page chapter things um, having to do with real-world issues and the and godly principles. And I don't. I, I think there's maybe one scripture at the end. It kind of ties it all together, but it's not a, a heavily religious kind of thing. It's more like, um, hey, you know, once upon a time, my buddies and I were in a pickup, and and they were goofing around, throwing something in the truck, and or in the car, whatever it was, and it, it screwed me up, and I I went to pick it up, and I sideswiped a parked car. And all his friends were telling him, hey, you should just go, go, you know, leave, go. And, uh, but he did the right thing and he went up to the house where the car was parked and said, you know, I, I sideswiped your truck and uh, I just want to make things right. And the guy replied, yeah, I, I saw it happen or something like that. But uh, the point is, is it encourages us to be honest and to really seek freedom because once he paid off what was owed on the on the fix he was free and he and he actually established some maturity but he established some um, respect from that other person now that person might not ever enter his life ever in the again or he might, but God saw the whole thing. And I remember a time I told my son this, which these stories are great because 
you can kind of he's receptive he's asking questions and I told him about a time that we were buying land and there was a mistake made on the on the paperwork and it looked like the taxes paid by the people selling the land were much higher than than they really were I forget exactly what the deal was but I kind of was cringing because I thought oh man God you know that I saw that because doing the right thing meant explaining the mistake and it was you know like I don't know two or three thousand dollars not in my favor I mean I could have I could have absconded but I told Seth you know and I told him no one no one would have known I could have I could have made it all spiritualized and say well God gave me the spiritual wisdom to discover this and then I was gonna not tell them and then God has blessed me well that's not the blessing from God we're to be honest it's a simple matter be honest I mean really it boils down to do you believe that God takes care of you or not if you think that you won't make it unless you steal basically that two three thousand dollars then you're not trusting God so anyway I was telling Seth hey you know I could have done it and no one no one would have known I mean they might have figured it out later but it would be too late at that point probably so but I knew and I knew that God knew and so just that just that story I think that sinks into his brain and 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 when he's confronted with a situation like this he'll think about it I'm sure of it I pray over it that he thinks about these things I want him to make the right decisions because the wrong decisions man they lead you down a path that you might not be able to recover from so start early my friends my parent friends start early establish a relationship with your kids of respect and I think when they're teens see I fully expect that I can continue this kind of conversation in even more adult matters and more adult themes with my son when he's 18 I really believe it uh, you know I know every kid's different has different personalities I get that and you know I see my son starting to turn into a man and maybe not wanting to do some of the th things or talk about some of the things or take my advice like I maybe would have been able to give him in the past well because he's trying to establish his autonomy in certain areas you know he doesn't want to hear me talk about certain things because he wants to feel like he knows it and you know where he does I give him that where he doesn't I set him straight and I think that that setting him straight if it's done in the right way I believe he has some respect for me when it when it boils down and when he sees that I was right about something and I tell him constantly you know I'm telling you this for your future good I don't I'm not trying to be hard but I'm I'm trying to set you up to succeed the more and more he sees that stuff come true I believe the more and more he will 
listen. Anyway, just food for thought. Wow, food for thought. Who came up with that? Food for thought. Something to munch on in your gray matter. Ponder it. Meditate upon it. Ask the Lord if I just told you some wisdom or if I was just spewing my own opinions. So, I'm just thinking right now that there are some of you listening that have teens, even they might be young teens, that have grown hard to your counsel. Or you feel like you just can't connect. You don't have that connection that you really wish you had. And trust me, I'm not perfect. There are times that Seth and I knock heads, okay? But, 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 we know God turns situations around. And I don't care what kind of bad situation you've got. God can turn it around. I need you to believe for that. So if you're struggling with communicating well with your teen or even having them respect you. One of the things that you could do, and I don't know how much you are transparent with your teens. I mean, obviously certain things are not their business, but some of the things that we don't make their business, like when we make mistakes, we maybe ought to make it a little bit of their business so they can see how we cope with mistakes. You know, they're not gonna respect you more if they see you as perfect. All they do is think that well, they don't measure up and they can't they can't connect with you on a relationship level. That's what I'm thinking. So, if you're in the habit of not letting them see your faults, add a little humility to your life and let them see how you handle things. It might just be that they need to see that you're not perfect. They need to see that you make mistakes. And sometimes you can apologize to your kids and it be okay. Hey, child of mine, I made a mistake the other day when I got in your face about this. I didn't understand what was going on with you. Can we talk about it? No, I don't want to talk about it. You pissed me off. Okay. Well, I just want you to know that I love you. And I do understand what you're going through because I kind of went through the same thing myself back when, whenever... And if you ever want to talk about it, I'm here for you. And I promise I will listen. Who knows? Something like that might just open a door. I've said this in the past. You only have a certain amount of time. The time we have with our kids is finite. If you sat down and thought about how many hours you have left of actually imparting wisdom and having fun friendship building time with your kids, it'd be scary how many hours you actually have. I mean, think about it. With homework and sleep and school and sports events and drama events and whatever else, Seths and Robots, Hopes with Horses, the time that you have with your kids could be one to two hours a day, if that. Add up your days until they're out the house. It's a scary thought. But like I said, God God turns things around. What you want to do at this point in life is establish this respect between both, both you and your kids. You want to foster that. You want to build that. So that when they get older and have families of their own, 
they can impart it to them, to your grandkids, and that and there won't be this divide, this um, you know if remember if if things are not good between you and your kids, and they go off and have families, it might not be the best between you and their kids. We don't want that. And I believe right now that God can restore broken relationships. He can bring things back together. He kind of ties things together with this grace that he pours out. I believe that we should pray, okay? So let's do that. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity where we can all get together. And there are people right now around the world listening to this message right now. And I thank you that you've made it possible that we can talk to you just simply one-on-one right now. Lord, you know the situation that we experienced with our parents. And Lord, you know the situations we experience now with our children. I pray, Lord, that now as we are focused in on this aspect of relationships in the family, that your power, that your spirit of God has full reign in our home. That we listen to you and your cues as to how we should relate to one another. How we're to be gentle with one another and long-suffering. Speaking the truth in boldness, but in a way that shows the love of Christ. And Lord, your wisdom in this situation is what makes all of that possible and, and helps us do it, helps us live this life that maybe we thought we couldn't live. But I know, Lord, that you even turn us around. You restore us to a place of authority and responsibility and respect. So Lord, inject hope into our situation. Inject this vision into our view this vision of a family restored. Show that to us, Lord, in our, in our heart, in our heart's eye. Just cast this vision, Lord, in our heart. And help us see our kids the way that you do. As maybe not perfect, but imperfect just like us. But totally worth caring for and loving and bringing up into the knowledge of you. I thank you, Lord God, that we can all be in agreement right now, around the planet right now. It's so cool. Thank you, Lord God, for caring about us and sharing your word with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Man, I love doing that. Someday I'm sure that someone's going to come up and say, Hey, I remember episode 115 when we did that prayer. That really changed something. I really totally believe that, you guys. I mean, why would I just say that? What's the point in me saying that? I'm speaking faith into the into the ether right now. I'm speaking faith. The power of God making changes, making us see things different with wisdom, eyes of wisdom that he's imparting to us right now. Like I told you before yesterday, this week is a changing week. I don't know why I thought that. I felt like I was... I don't know. The Lord was giving me some kind of oomph to say that, I guess. This is a week where things are changing. So I am looking forward to that. 
I've got no idea what those changes are going to be. I have a little bit of an inkling for my life, but I have no idea what they are for you guys. But I believe that if you're listening to the Lord this week, listening to this podcast, there will be stuff that you'll pick up on. I, I tell you what, if you, if you apply some of these things, it will change your life. And I'm not just saying that, man. Because some of this stuff, you know, when I go through and edit this, I'm listening to it again. And I'm thinking, dude, you made it hard on me. I can't, like, not do this now. So I'm preaching to myself. Just know, God's aware of your situation. He is. He so is aware of the situation you are in. And He wants to help. He wants to come in. And He's at that door and He's knocking. He says, look, I got, I got solutions. Let's apply them. I'm very gracious. I'm a good friend. I won't be hard on you. And, and things will happen. So you open that door to the Lord today, okay? Let Him come in. And things will change. Find out how? By opening the word, getting into it. Find out what he's saying. And live in peace in your homes. You know, you're the one who decides if it's peaceful or not. You are. Pray for those who persecute you. And live in such a way that your home is a place of comfort and questions. So that your kids can question things and you're okay with them questioning it, okay? And you give the God's wisdom out to them and see what happens. And I will catch you on the flip.